Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. Healthy marriages, there are going to be disagreements. I had one couple tell me, I don't really want to call it a fight. Okay, don't call it a fight. In my house, it's a fight. But we fight fair. We fight well. In other words, we fight for the marriage. We're not fighting to harm the other person. We're not fighting to do damage to the marriage. We're fighting to resolve the differences, to build a stronger foundation. We have murdered the alternatives. Nobody likes fighting with their spouse, but sometimes disputes are necessary to communicate. Pastor Robert reminds us today that marriages require a lot of work and a lot of communication. If you fight in a way that's not meant to hurt, but rather to understand and be understood, then in that way, fighting is welcome. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. And here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew chapter 5 with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. My mom and dad have been married, actually July will be 60 years. One of the few things that he said to me, he said, I told your mama when we first got married, if you ever tell me I'm leaving, I'm going to pack your bag and you'll never be allowed back in the house. <laughs> she knew he meant it. But he never said anything like that either. You see what I mean? Elizabeth and I had that conversation before we married. I said, I will never cheat on you, and I will never leave you. Will you make that same commitment to me? That was before I gave her the ring. Seriously, I'm not giving her a diamond ring, give her an engagement ring, and I don't know for sure she's committed to me, that she's willing to make that kind of commitment? No. I'm not going to bind myself to somebody who's not willing to bind herself to me. I needed to know, what, what do you mean? Because we go into marriages, right? Because you guys, most of you already know. I mean, I was, I was married and divorced by the time I was 19 years old. I've committed adultery. I, you don't need to hear all of my junk. But do you understand what I'm saying? I wanted to know. Is this a serious commitment? Because we go into it a lot of times and we make these vows I will be faithful to you until I die, as long as you make me happy, as long as you're a good wife. In the back of our minds, we've got these little qualifiers, these little conditions. As long as you treat me right, I'll be faithful to you, as long as you make me happy. And we do this questionnaire. You know, I've got this lengthy questionnaire that we use just to find out what we need to be talking about in premarital classes. And one of the questions is along that line. Basically, the way it's worded is a statement that you can agree with or disagree with or or you can be unsure about it. And, And basically what it says is, I believe that a husband and wife should stay together and fight for their marriage no matter how unhappy they become. 
And I get a lot of, I don't know, a lot of unsures. I don't know about that one. I'm not going to be miserable for the rest of my life. Nobody's asking you to be miserable. What we're asking you to do is fight for your marriage. That's what we're asking you to do. Make a decision. I'm not walking out. I'll fight for this. If it takes 20 years, I will fight for this. And then fight. Couples are going to fight. This, I'm doing a wedding on Saturday, and the girl, all the color drained out of the girl's face a, a few weeks ago, you know, because we're meeting together. And I'm like, you do realize that this is going to get ugly at some point. What do you mean? I mean, it's going to get ugly at some point. You put two imperfect people, you're going to be in the same bed, in the same house. You're going to be eating, the, you know, breakfast and dinner, and it's going to get ugly. Sometimes it's going to get ugly. Right? All of you that are married, you know I'm right. It gets ugly at times. You have to fight for it. You have to work at it. The worst marriage I have ever seen, the couple never, ever fought. They had no relationship. They were like roommates who had been living in the same house for 30 years. Like almost 30 years. They had no, no real life together, no intimacy, no relationship. You, you see what I mean? So they never fought. Healthy marriages, there are going to be disagreements. I had one couple tell me, I don't really want to call it a fight. Okay, don't call it a fight. At my house, it's a fight. But we fight fair. We fight well. In other words, we fight for the marriage. We're not fighting to harm the other person. We're not fighting to do damage to the marriage. We're fighting to resolve the differences, to build a stronger foundation. We have murdered the alternatives. I remember praying the prayers like, God, I am so miserable. And I don't want to live the rest of my life this way. And I know I can't go anywhere. I, I have committed myself to this. She has committed herself to this. So what do we do? And very quickly, he gave answers. He gave us solutions. And we have a deep, wonderful marriage today. And we have had for 20 years. Do you understand? We fought for it. It gets deeper and deeper and deeper. Yeah, God is good. You can applaud that because it sure wasn't me. God is good to us. Now, what about situations of abuse or neglect? I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this. Two things. He will not require us to remain faithful to an unfaithful spouse. Ladies, if he's hitting you, leave. Gentlemen, if she's slapping you around, leave. Listen, the first two domestic violence calls as I was riding along with Miami Beach police officers, it wasn't the guy beating on the lady, it was the lady beating on the man. Now, I don't know what it is about Miami Beach. Maybe it's just Miami Beach, I don't know. But I'm just saying it was that way. God does not require us to stay put and place ourselves in physical danger. Listen to me. Neither does he give us loopholes by which we can avoid true holiness. This is serious stuff for him. One of the things that's fascinating to me to look back, and, and I'm coming to a conclusion, I promise, but, but, but one of the things, when you look back at the early church, you know what it was that marked the early church in pagan societies? It was this issue of morality. One man, one woman, 
sexual purity for life. There was no idolatry. They worshiped one God and the men committed themselves to one woman. That that was not normal in the ancient world. But they did it. In Matthew chapter five, this passage that we've looked at on adultery, Jesus confronted the tendency that we all have to rationalize our secret compromises. And we think that as long as we didn't have sex with them, you know, we didn't really have sex, so we're in the clear. Jesus says, no, you're not, because it's your heart God is looking at. It's your heart that needs to be transformed. He's looking at your heart. And there's not a one of us that can stand before him and say, I have a pure heart. I'm innocent. Now, remember, we discussed it in our study. Jesus wasn't advocating self-mutilation. He was advocating self-examination. He was telling us, you know, not that you literally need to gouge your eye out. You still have another one to look around and get in trouble with. You know, cut off one hand. You still got another one that can be out there stealing stuff. That wasn't the point. The point was that nothing is more important than a pure heart. Nothing is more important than getting your heart right. And only he can cleanse it. He invites you to repent. In other words, turn away from whatever it is, turn to him and let him cleanse you, let him wash you. Admit your secret sin to God and begin thanking him for his mercy and his grace. 1 Corinthians 6, 9, we're closing with this. Do you not know that the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? Do not be deceived, neither fornicators, nor idolaters, nor adulterers, nor homosexuals, nor sodomites, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners will inherit the kingdom of God. And such were some of you. But you were washed. But you were sanctified but you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. And so again, the invitation to get real with God, to repent, to ask Him to do what only He can do to wash us and sanctify us and justify us in His presence. We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it a part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the book of Matthew, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's Tracy to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days with blinding speed. Those in-between moments are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today, anytime, anywhere. Simply log on to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, Tracy. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time right here on Main Thing Radio.